back deck of the inn that supposedly had a great panoramic view. In the distance, they saw a cluster of old wooden and stone buildings surrounded by acres and acres of vineyards. Reagan whispered, It does have the feeling of an old ghost town, just as the guidebook promised. This place was abandoned for decades, right? Jack asked. Yes. Prohibition put the winery out of business, and then it stood idle for years. A couple bought it and started renovations, but then they went bankrupt. The new owners haven't had it for long at all. They drove slowly through a lemon grove and into the open space in front of the main building. Jack stopped the car. They got out and each took a deep breath of the fragrant air. It's so peaceful and quiet, Reagan said. Jack's cell phone rang. You were saying? He remarked as he winked at her, pulled open his phone, and answered it. Reagan slowly walked over to the large stone building and stepped inside the main entrance. Hello there. A tall, thin woman greeted Reagan quietly from behind a massive reception desk. Numerous candles flickered on a shelf behind the desk. The woman looked about fifty and had flowing blonde hair streaked with gray that gave her an ethereal quality. We're so glad to have you here at Altered States. Do you have a reservation? Yes, we do. Wonderful. Please sign our guest book. Where are you from? Los Angeles. That's great. Do you have a business card? We'd like to make sure you're on our mailing list. Reagan pulled a card from her wallet and handed it to the woman. The woman stared at it for a moment, then looked up at Reagan with a zen-like expression. You're a private investigator. Reagan nodded. Yes. How neat, she said. That is really neat. Oh, it's neat all right, Reagan agreed and laughed. She could hear the door behind her open. She turned, already smiling, praying it would be Jack. This woman was just a little odd. Her prayers were answered, but Jack was not looking as relaxed as he had a few minutes before. I'm sorry, Reagan. I have to get back to New York tomorrow. That case I told you about? Reagan felt a stab of acute disappointment. Oh, Jack, that means our vacation's over. I know. I feel terrible. We should probably go down to Los Angeles tonight. The woman behind the desk looked sympathetic. We'll be happy to honor your reservation another time. We'd just love to have you come back and visit. We'd love to come back, Jack and Reagan replied in unison as a black cat jumped up on the desk. None of them had any clue that Reagan would be returning in less than 24 hours. Lucretia Standish pushed the help button on her night table for the third time since she'd awakened in her sumptuous bedroom in Beverly Hills. She hadn't lived in the house long and still got a kick out of pushing the button vigorously every time a thought crossed her mind that might require feedback from the maid. The maid, making a concerted effort not to go mad, longed for her old employer who died as she had lived, peacefully, only three months before. The house had been sold, furniture included, to Lucretia,
Lucretia was 93 years old and had no time to waste on decorating. It takes years to get it right. You put something on order and it takes forever. I haven't got forever. I like this place as is. I want to buy the whole kit and caboodle. The house was perfect for Lucretia. It was elegant, yet comfortable, a ranch with a large garden and pool. Everything in the bedroom, from the plush carpeting to the silk curtains to the fluffy quilt and dozens of decorative pillows, was done in shades of peach. Lucretia had done a lot of living in her 93 years. Her father had owned a winery that went out of business, thanks to Prohibition. When she was a teenager, she moved to Hollywood, where she became a promising young actress in silent films. She was just starting to get famous when they began...